0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mental Health for Awakening. And me and Angela today are joined, are joined by Will, and today's topic is how men shouldn't have to hide their emotions. Um, so it's going to be a really good topic, a really good, good conversation, and a really good talk. So, Angela, over to you.
1: I'm Angela Jackson. I am known as the face of the Jackson Impact Mental Health Solutions in the USA. I'm in Tennessee glad to partner with the uk for this mental health awakening i am a therapist not your therapist glad to be here and ready to have this discussion
0: yeah so well, like if you could just say a little bit of who you are all right um
2: yeah i'm will uh i'm pff, grumpy railwayman nutcase general whatever <laughs> And oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I ain't an case. I'm a nutcase. If I'm a nutcase, I'm a good type. You've got to be a bit daft to work up railways, anyways. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You've got to be a yeah. bit insane. the shifts you? we do <laughs> flipping heck. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Um, well, well, well thanks, Will. Like, um, it's going to be, it's going to be good talk. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, maybe you could just say, like, why is mental health kind of important to you? <sighs>
2: Why it's, it's a touchy subject between some fellows, especially between fellas. There's this, we've grown up with this society of oh, guys have to show how big and strong they are, and how you you know we can't be if we're shown as any sort of emotion or what have you, we're seen as weak. It shouldn't be that way, it really shouldn't. Because why should we be seen as weak and feeble for sharing our emotions it's, it's not it's not right there's yeah. no need for it
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i agree with what you're saying there oh goodness there's that debate between strength and the weakness as it relates to men and mental health and i saw this really interesting post and it was a, it was on one side it was a mom talking to her son or either a dad talking to his son saying, don't cry, man up, all of these things. So on the other side was a wife talking to her husband saying, why don't you communicate with me? Why don't you show any emotions, right? So the reality is that you've got these boys who have been taught not to show emotions not to respond in certain ways that grow up, you know, you got the boys to men, and they struggle to communicate with their partners, you know. So so this definitely is an important conversation. You, you know, and and as it relates to mental health awakening, talking about your emotions and actually having that self-awareness is actually a sign of strength. So well, I,
2: I, I'm inclined to agree, because if you think about it, there, there have been times I've, I've someone has said, well, I don't remember specifically, but I think they've said to me, you know, oh, man up, get on with it. You know, Go and just do it. Just bite the bullet and get it done. But there's this, it's the sort of thing that, should, okay, I, I understand you, you still can say it in stage, but some people say it's been a bit frowned upon nowadays because everyone, everyone can identify as whatever they want to, which is a different conversation altogether. Not that I'm against it. I'm all for it, actually. You be who you want to be. But that's not the point. They don't need to sort of enforce this really nasty, oh, you should man up, you should do this, you should do that. You know, It's no point because what you end up doing is bottling things up. And then when you reach breaking point, you don't know how to deal with it because you've not been taught how to deal with it. Now, I think, with my family, I think I've been taught to deal with it pretty well. But even then again, I'll 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 still bottle things up round out you know for some reason. But it it always gets you in the end. It's it's never good for you. Mm. It's like I and I hate to invoke the word suicide, but there's a hell of a lot of young fellas around my age, 21, 22, under twenty-five, who are sadly feeling like the only way that the only way out from this is suicide. Mm. Because they're they, they've not got the support network to help them deal with it and it, it gets to the point where it's all dark it's too much and they, they can't do it and it's just it's, it's, it must be a horrifying feeling I've never had it I've been close a couple of times but it must be a horrible horrible feeling mm-hmm. I can't even begin to imagine what it's like and it's just like I, I wish it wasn't such the way yeah. we should be encouraged to talk about our feelings rather than being forced to bottle them up and put on a brave face because society tells us to. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You're, you're making some great points and it's hard. Uh, you know, we have those type of standards. We have those type of uh, guidelines and boundaries around our men and around our boys. And and that ha- that has already been in place, let alone... A worldwide pandemic that has increased those not just feelings of isolation but oh god yeah you know it's that isolation the withdrawal the things like that so if you don't have certain coping skills or certain uh you know mechanisms in place exactly what does that that do to the person who's already feeling it's not even that
2: in my opinion mental health in both the UK and the US is severely underfunded because it's like the, the red-headed stepchild, if you know what I mean. It's that sort of, oh, let, let's just brush this under the carpet until it becomes a crisis. Then it becomes a crisis. Mm-hmm. Why did... Oh, we yeah, brushed that. it under the carpet. Yeah. Why did you brush it under the carpet? Didn't you know this was going to become a crisis? Oh, uh, well, uh, well, but nothing. If you mm-hmm. haven't got a population that's happy and content in there, what's going to happen? You're going to start losing your population. People are going to start booking days off work because they're depressed, because they're working too much. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, well, fund it properly and actually maybe you might have a happier population.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, and a healthier, healthier oh, God, population yeah. as well. Yeah.
2: Much healthier.
1: So, well, you mentioned before that, you know, you were taught certain things that that helped you, you know, that that and and you still bottle things up. So what are some of the things that you were taught that have been helpful to you?
2: you've just you've got to let it out it, there's one if you've got something that's bothering you for heaven's sake tell someone no one's going to think any less of you for telling someone about something than they, than they would if they're gonna, probably going to think less of you for bottling it up rather than letting it all out If you let, if you bottle it up it's only going to make the situation worse because you'll you say to someone, oh, I'm fine, and stuff like that, and they go, no, you're not fine. I've, I've had it before. I've, I've been talking to people who, before when they say, oh, no, I'm fine. Say, no, you're not fine. What's up? Open up. And it's just like it's better to open the floodgates and get it all out and, and you'll feel happier than bottling up and bottling up and bottling up and then all of a sudden you can't deal with it and it's got to go somewhere. And unfortunately, that person, you know, it goes from there. And it's never good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree because like the fact that like um in the past for, like, for me and I'd feel like like you can't like 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 I'm not a crying person I'd say which everyone has a lot of cry down there um and oh, gotcha yeah but like you feel like 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 you do you, do, you feel like embarrassed don't you if you're gonna cry in public or or like even at in school. Like what yeah. people were going to think of you and stuff. So I know is, that exact
2: it... feeling. I had a convention, uh, in Nottingham actually. I was at, I was at convention and I was so I was about was that far off a meltdown, and I felt so embarrassed because I was in front of my friends and they've never seen that side of me before.
0: Yeah.
2: But I'll never I'll never forget what my friend Jess said to me, and she said something. Of the, I think I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said just it's fine. You do you. I'm I'm here to support you no matter what, because it was someone who's, who was bothering me and trying to grab all of my stuff at the convention. It's like in the end, it was a case of I, I I nearly had a massive meltdown in there. It's like she she's uh, keeping him at bay and at the same time looking after me. And I was like, my friend Jess is an absolute godsend. She's a complete godsend.
0: Yeah, it, it's good that you have friends like that. That like um. What what me and just a couple before, like you just need someone to listen, don't you? Um, Just to listen to what you're you're struggling and just say nothing, maybe just listen to you, what you got to say.
2: You have to just vent occasionally, but you need someone to listen to that vent and help you make sense of it. Because otherwise, you just it just gets unhealthy and it becomes a vicious cycle of, okay, this has happened, I've got to bottle it up and put on a brave face, and by the by the end of it, you're broken. Yeah, and it's never good.
1: Mhm mhm definitely good to talk with someone having good friends good family uh, maybe you've had good teachers we talked about that before maybe good mentors and definitely professional counseling and that's where there's there's a stigma you know whether it's UK US worldwide there's that stigma around mental health in general and even more so with men. I, I see more men creating support groups and, you know, pages as far as social media to open up, like, conversations like what we're talking about today. So.
2: It's got to be done. It's like it's like I, we did this one for uh, Autism Awareness Month. Again, it's a it's a stigma that, you know, oh you know, people who are autistic. They can't talk. They don't know anything about social skills. La-da-da-da-da, so on and so forth. I mean... Maybe there are some people, but it's a spectrum. You got some people who aren't as well mentally developed, uh, in a sense. I'm being very careful and choosy about my wording here, but you've got some people who aren't as well developed mentally as like myself and Mason, because we're all you know we're towards the the high the the other end of the spectrum where we can pass for neurotypical, but there's nothing neurotypical about it. I've often maintained that. Yes, I'm autistic, and I, but I can pass for normal. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean like have the struggles. Doesn't mean I have any less of a struggle in certain situations than other people. It's all about how I'm. I just have to deal with it. It's a different. I just have my own coping mechanism.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. Because yeah, like I think like 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 with the labels high functioning, low functioning, um, like um, I. I've started to feel bad like that. I think it's, like, not good. Um, Like, um, I spoke to a person from Finland, um, and in Finland, they don't have those labels. And it should be more like other countries, especially the UK, because, like, although someone who's low-function may may struggle with different things, but someone who's high-function may struggle with different things as well. Because we all have our good things we're good at, or maybe things we need to maybe get better at. But it it kind of, like, like... for autistic people, people on the spectrum, it kind of undermines them, doesn't it? Um, oh, look, totally, totally.
2: It's, it's like I, I was diagnosed with... Um, I was diagnosed in 2008 with Asperger's. And people are like, oh, no, 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 you can't say that anymore because it it's a Nazism thing. And it's like, what? Mm. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, thanks for invalidating my diagnosis. Because mm. it, it makes me feel less valid as an autistic person, if, if you know what I mean. And yeah. that's not that doesn't help my mental health at, at, at the best of times because you're starting to think well, what the heck am I going on about here? Yeah. Am I? Am I this? Am I that? Am I a potato? Am I a courgette? It's that sort of thing. You don't know what you are to an end.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I appreciate you guys zeroing in on this part of the conversation. I I used to work with children with learning disabilities and delays, and as you mentioned labels, it was either um, the labels for that setting was either delayed or typically developing, you know and and I believe that people try to identify certain situations and make them socially acceptable, but it it it's clear that we need education as a whole of how you address certain things. and
2: education's um, as you said the, the best is the best cure for ignorance yeah you've got yeah. to educate people because through education you get acceptance that's all we want we don't we want to be seen as part of society yeah not not some sort of thing that should be shunned and locked in a door over there somewhere yeah.
1: it,
2: no yeah. what we what we may have to offer society might be different to say a-n-n-t over there but it's, it's like i say at work i am I will quite happily graft my back end off and at the same time you get people. Oh, okay. We, the, 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 sort of environment that I work in, it's very sarcasm based. You know, you've got, you've got to know how to take the rip out of someone, but there's a fine line. And sometimes I've taken things the wrong way because I'm struggling to see that fine line between taking the rip and being malicious. Yeah. It's a very fine line that I can't spot. Okay. And when you when you're on a shift and it's it's three in the morning, you have got someone being trying to be funny, and you're you're tired already, and you've been shoveling all night. You just think, shut up, shut up, and stop being a complete tool. Mm. And then it takes a minute to think, well, am I actually going to say that, or is, are they being sarcastic? And it's a, it's a genuine back and forth I have to have between myself, because I think are they being sarcastic or are they being genuinely hurtful there? And nine times out of ten, it's being sarcastic. So I just have to assume it's sarcasm and deal with it as such. Just give it mm. straight back. Mm. That's how it works. If in a, in a in an industry like mine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think there needs long way to go. Like because um, I I used to like with sarcasm when I was younger. I I didn't understand. I, I took things quite serious. And as I've got older, I've kind of understood sarcasm a bit more. And, yeah, um, that's the thing. It's yeah. it's
2: hard to spot the sarcasm yeah. in 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 certain situations.
0: I suppose if, unless you get to know this person or a bit more, and even yeah, if, you, if you get to know your yeah. workmates, you can start yeah. to
2: see them. Like there's there's one fella I work with um, from Cumbria, and he is he doesn't bury the the jokes behind anything. He's just he's just like he makes it abundantly clear when he's absolutely messing about with you. Well there's some that are very, really vindictive and hide it behind a lot of hocus pocus and you've got to start sifting through it, which is all very well and good when you've on a full night's sleep and you've not been grafting. But like I say, when it's three in the morning, you've been grafting all night and it's coming back coming up to handback time, you're trying to get everything done and you've got people breathing down your neck like that being being sarcastic you think what on earth are you doing we've got to get this handed back so we need to finish this shoveling yeah for argument's sake
0: yeah definitely and and actually quite recently um saying like as we were speaking about autism that uh, an organization is is saying putting like a tweet on, on twitter it was um and uh, and and their social media pages about autism being a disease and and um I I I I thought yeah. For seeing that, there's a long way to go still. When you wouldn't think so with autism being around as long as it has, and because it's not they say
2: they say it was discovered in 1930. Well, Everest was first descended in the 1800s, but I think it's been there for the past millions of years. Yeah, autism has always existed. It's not. It's only recently that it's actually been studied properly and found out to found that as is it, it's like i say it's, it's like everest it's been there for the past god knows how long but i have only just only discovered it in 18 whatever by sending the damn thing yeah
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and definitely that study and coming out and te- telling your individual stories and experiences and uh, yeah, that that definitely brings about an awareness
2: completely agree it, it is why i started my profile which is coming up to a year old um i started that to share my story with the internet It's to show that people that it's not it, it yes it's a disability but at the same time sometimes it actually works in your favor it doesn't it, it's not it's nothing that's obvious like someone in a wheelchair or on crutches or who's been an amputee or whatever it's 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 a sort of an invisibility it's a visible disease uh, disease no invisible disability it's one of those things that you can show it it almost gives you an extra drive in in like in in your chosen special interest or whatever it gives you that extra drive to become good at it and show and show that show that it's best i can ramble on for the fact from lord knows what about the railways but i can't do maths i'm not a mathematician but i can shovel quite happily i've got general knowledge coming out of wherever's i've got you know out the ears and even then someday some days i'll remember something that happened five years ago can't remember what i have for breakfast it's all it's all how to do with how i'm hardwired i'm hardwired differently to someone else Mm -hmm. and i think it's that that people need to accept and understand
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: Mm So when people say, and both of you guys can answer, Mason, Will, so I've heard people say, you know, describe autism as a different ability. Do you agree with that, and or and do you find that acceptable?
0: You want to go first, Mason? Um, I think like like it be a, a, a lot like, like you say, Angela. I, I in terms I would say I prefer that than disability. Um, like that kind of term that isn't—it isn't—it's it isn't something that you can—it's a gift. Uh, autism as a whole, like um, when I hear people saying it's a disease, um, it annoys me. Um, like even recently, it hit the scene. Like what I said, it, it just annoys me. And um, I, I did respond. I, I did retweet it, and and I did say that it wasn't—it's um, a gift. Like, and um, I think. They did actually respond to the organization and said sorry for doing false information. They did remove it, but even still, mm. even if they did remove that post, I'm still curious. Like, if they're doing false information about autism, are they doing false information about different things that, that, that they're doing? It kind of makes you think. But to answer your question, Angela, I would agree. Like, it's a good way of putting autism that is, um, it isn't, it is rather than a disability.
1: Mm. Well.
2: I'm, I'm, an, I'm inclined to agree with you. I wouldn't say we're disabled as such, more differently abled. Hmm. I'm, I just, I work differently. I have a different, it's not a, I remember seeing something on the internet a good while ago. It's not a computing error. It's a different operating system. Hmm. Autism and, neurodiver- and neurodivergent people are what Linux is to Windows, what Windows is to Mac. You know, I could be running on, If we're talking about computers, matey boy next to me on track could be running on Mac Mac OS, whatever, and I could be on Windows 10. And we don't know. It's just, well, I've never, the one thing that gets me is it's, when the people refer to it as a disease, it's like, it just lights my fuse. Why? It's not a disease. A disease is passed from one person to another via microbes or whatever. What we've got is, is, is completely different. We're hardwired like we are. It's not because we're some sort of diseased sort of individual that's going to go out and infect the world. No, it's mm-hmm. completely opposite. Yeah. And what? And then some people say, oh, but it's a superpower. You're like Rain Man. No, I'm not. I'm not like Rain Man at all. It just winds me up no end. And I'm trying not to get as heated as a cat as... As is it's just oh
0: yeah
2: it's one of those things you just think for heaven's sake just shut up and stop trying to invalidate us we are human beings mm-hmm. everyone is different no two people are the same
1: mm-hmm.
2: and this yeah. is something that everyone has to respect everyone has to just get on board with the idea we're all different mm-hmm. so what mm-hmm. if someone's complete someone if someone likes a different thing to you that's no big deal no need to take the make out of them for it
1: Hmm. yeah well you mentioned that you you know you created your instagram page about a year ago tell us tell us a little bit more about some of the things that you post and focus on
2: uh basically the word of me it is basically it's basically just the, the how-to guide of me i i post upon everything that, it, that i i just enjoy i it's my I'm putting my life out there using my experiences to help other people and the just checking now and this isn't to boast but the 672 people who are on who are following me are basically along for the ride and it's I feel privileged to have that sort of reach yeah. I mean I know I know I'm not got thousands of followers or I'm not getting thousands of likes if fact, typical like like count for my posts choosing one at random 55 91 34 i get numbers all over the place but i don't get more than 100 my transport profile doesn't get more than as, as, hasn't been doing that well recently i've been i've been struggling to clear 40 40 likes on a post but it, at the end of the day it's not about that it's about me sharing my experiences with everyone else And showing them that you, you, people say that, oh, you're autistic, you can't be happy. Uh, I think you'll find that I could find joy in different ways to you. You know, people, people might, people's idea of fun, especially on track is going out and getting absolutely leathered on alcohol and all that. Mine, mine is basically going out, going for a doubt with a camera and taking a load of pictures. Or sitting down and having a book, sitting down reading a book, playing a game on, on my computer, I'm just doing what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go out and get leathered. I don't have to go out and do whatever. I will do what I want to do, and I'll be damned if anyone's going to stop me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you talk about mental health primarily or specifically on your page? Or
2: I try and, I try and link it in, but mainly it's just a case of oh here's something i did this i did this this cool thing here have a look at it if you like it you like it if not then but i'll always explain and try and tie it in with with the asd or whatever it's it's one way of me being me basically
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm. it sounds like you've got a great platform and for people who have first-hand experience that may, that's what makes you a great advocate
2: you know i wouldn't i won't call myself an advocate as such i mean i'd love to be but <laughs> at the same time i haven't done i think if you as an advocate you've got i don't know if this is complete rubbish or whatever but apparently but to me i've always thought of an advocate as someone who you know goes and speaks at certain events and does this that, and this other and i'm just like i've never done a speaking thing mm. for a conference or whatever in fact no i've done one and that was back in college, but that was 2017. Uh, I've come a long way since then, and I've I've under I've found understood myself a bit more yeah. now than I did, say, 10 years ago. If you were to go and ask 12 um, year old me what I thought, I would have probably blathered on about whatever, or gone and found a bus or something. But yeah. I think as I've grown up, I've become a more rounded individual with a a wider spectrum of interests. Yeah, and it's again, it's and I didn't have many friends, especially the high school, which is um, I know now with the in differences in the states. High school here is from when you're eleven to you're sixteen. When you at sixteen, you take these things called your GCSEs and various bits and bobs, and then it's off to college, and then eventually university and so on, but. What I'm trying to say is, I my friendship circle in high school was practically non-existent. I had very very few friends. I still have very few friends, and normally they live a good hundred and odd miles away, mm-hmm. or some on some in you know the other side of the Atlantic, across the pond as we say. But I've I've met more people through my page on Instagram or my mm-hmm. my activities on social media than I would have done in real life because i i would be too nervous in real life yeah but at the same time i feel like online i can be a bit more me and show it off a bit more yeah i don't i'm not one of these vlogging types that has to go and do something special for every day of the the week and stuff like that because it's not conducive because you'll end up just getting burnt out i'll just i i quite happily if i do post a youtube video i'll just post whatever i want to post my channel my rules As long as i'm not hurting anybody that's all i care about
0: yeah yeah i think i think that's really important because like like i i think like on instagram it's a very good community with with autism people um i think um and i've only just realized that the last few years really it's
2: because everyone understands each other they're not Mm -hmm. it's not oh i'm better than you no i'm better than you blah 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 it's we understand each other. We've been through the same struggles. We understand the struggles. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to trying not to rant here, but it's for, I prefer being on the Instagram community because I mean I know a couple of people there on there in real life, and I'm I'm happy that they did. I'm happy I've met them because they've changed me for the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I was I want to say this cuz you you know you said that you don't feel like you're an advocate because you haven't done speaking engagements or things of that nature but I want to encourage you because you are creating awareness you are when you share your story and you have people following and supporting you're making an impact on their lives there's some things that maybe someone else hasn't talked about or opened up that you have so you definitely yeah um i'm pretty sure you have influenced the people that follow you and it's not about the numbers you know if you put yeah. all of those people in one room oh that's a lot of people oh god <laughs> <You> yeah
2: <know? laughs> well, they, 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 again like you say it's not about numbers it's about the story
1: oh yes and so i said
2: i'm it's like i'm doing something at um, a convention coming up in may uh called griffish isles i'm doing a, a panel there uh basically how to get the most out of a convention. Well that be good. new it's basically COM 101 neurodivergent e- edition, how to get the most out of it without having a massive meltdown. And it, again yeah. it's going to be my own experience to help others. I don't it's not it's not as a sort of a oh look at me I'm fantastic this, that and so other. No 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 I'm not like that. I can't boast yeah. I've got to it's more a case of this is how this is what works for me find what works for you and you do you that's all I care about just be yourself have fun you do you well,
1: tell us um so for, for for men for young boys for teens for you know teenagers about to be adults what 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 would you say to them as far as their mental health like do you have suggestions and tips that have been helpful for you as far as uh, maintaining or stabilizing or seeking help
2: um i think the the biggest one is bugger bugger everyone else if you need to go and get some help do it don't be embarrassed go and get the help you need because and yes okay with the nhs you've got to push for it but for heaven's sake push for it because you'll thank your later self, your future self will thank you. Because you'll have you've gotta let it out. There's no point in bottling up because it does more damage than if you just let it out. Open it open up and let it out. And that way you're not gonna bottle it up and therefore cause yourself problems later in life, like anxiety issues or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's great advice will because it is important and Like I think mental health is really relevant to everyone, Um, uh, especially because like if you even if it it comes to Instagram, mental health when you decide you want to do a post, because sometimes it can take a lot of energy to do it. Oh god, yeah, you've got
2: to. I will. There's like there's almost like a a few stages of processes that I go through to decide if I want to post something, because I look at it long and hard and think, am I okay with this going up online? if the answer is yes, then it moves like to the next stage where, okay, now I've got to put a caption to it and you just build it up and by the time you, you've got it, you're like, flipping heck, I've done all that and I've stuck it on Instagram it's when you hit that post button that you think, wow that took a lot of stuff to do <laughs> but again, I would I wouldn't swap it for the world because you, it makes you think but also it, that experience that you've just shared will help maybe someone on the other side of the world yeah this podcast you know we may be helping someone in australia in new zealand anywhere yeah
0: yeah I, I and think it's only it, when yeah.
2: you think about that you think bloody hell we, we're doing well here <laughs>
0: yeah we are like like being an advocate like it's very different for everyone like um yeah like it doesn't it doesn't really have to be speaking at um conferences i don't think because it takes a lot of effort and confidence to do that and oh god yeah um like there's no you can't really say it's easy to do a post because it's just as hard (laughs) even though you know maybe not speaking out your actual voice you're speaking out your voice onto onto a a post um but so there's it's similar in ways but it is mental health is um difficult to speak about as well like online especially because you, you don't know if yeah. you're going to get a bad response if that's going to really affect you or ruin your day so
2: yeah um yeah you've got to be careful with trigger warnings and everything it's it's, it's like I say I, early when I invoke the word suicide I, I hate to evoke invoke that word but you've got to you can't sidestep the subject you've got to talk about it yes. it's a big problem and it's not it's not a case of Oh no I'm not being, I'm not canceling those who who have sadly taken their own lives no I'm i I'd, I'd rather their story is told so someone else doesn't have to go through the same pain I mean there was in the in the Instagram railway community there was a a, a young lad um, barely out of his t- barely, coming towards the end of his teens and he, he just he'd bottled it up so much that It had gotten so dark, and the poor fella saw no way out, and sadly jumped in front of a train at Leyland Station. And when we woke to that news on the morning, that morning, um, the next morning, or whenever it was, I thought, right, enough's enough. So I, I basically set about putting a massive thing on my story of just don't bottle it up, boys, just let it out. If you've got a problem, or if you're suffering, or you've, you've, if you've got problem, if you're not feeling right inside, like you're anxious about something, or you've, you, there's too much going on, for heaven's sake, speak up. No one's going to think any less of you for speaking up. If anything, they'll think more of you because you've found the courage to say, "Right, I've got this going on. I need some help. Help me, damn it." And that's the better bit.
1: Yeah, it's, Give me a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but
0: yeah, Angela, like um mental health is it's very important even with autism, isn't it?
1: That is. It's very true. It's yeah, very true. it is There's there's no Oh goodness. Mental health does not discriminate.
2: No, it doesn't it doesn't discriminate at all.
1: At all. No no one is exempt. Uh, whether population, whether cultural, whether, you know, socioeconomic status, whether young, old, student, teacher, you know, it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in. You'll, everyone... you'll encounter
2: it at some point or another. You've got to That's look right. after it.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. And is it, you know, is everyone deals with mental health? So is it, are you more toward uh, wellness or, or is, is it more toward w- illness? you know yeah you want to you mm-hmm. want to
2: look after your mental health cuz like i said your future self will thank you very well thank you for it
1: that's right
0: that's, that's right. right that's right that's right yeah um and and yeah mental health it's very important um because i think in today's conversation we've talked about really important things um like stuff that like like in will's personal experience as well um and everything so um I was saying, but just before we go, guys, is there anything else that you think if you want to say anything just before we finish?
2: Um, Angela, do you want to go first?
1: Sure, sure. I, I think this is a conversation that needs to continue for our boys, for our teens, for our men. And normalizing the conversation is what's going to help break that stigma that's what's going to help interrupt the stigma because while there are lots of professionals standing up to be present and help and and provide support and services for people in need we still need so much more support so thank you so much for highlighting the discussion as far as why men don't need to hesitate as far as talking about their emotions and their feelings and how we can connect and and share more as far as bringing people more towards stability
2: i can completely agree with this i completely agree with you you've got to we're wrapping up now um yeah as i'm my dinner's ready so i'm gonna have to disappear pretty sharpish but i'm still i'll I'll finish my segment
0: (laughs) yeah of course
2: (laughs) i'll finish my segment damn it no uh what i'm saying is i I completely agree with angela we've got to keep ourselves going and at at that i would say just keep ourselves just don't let it just let it out don't bottle it up
0: that's it well that's some some great advice will but uh well Thank thank you all for today's conversation Um, and I hope everyone listening and watching has really enjoyed it and we'll see you in the next episode of Mental Health Awakening Uh, thanks guys ta-ta ta-ta bye bye